man, this storm had it all. It had the record snow accumulations, it had a damaging ice storm, it had the flooding rains, and it even included a tornado outbreak. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. The December 1969 nor'easter was a strong winter storm that mainly affected the northeastern United States and southern Quebec that started on Christmas Day and lasted until December 28th of 1969, this day in weather history. The nor'easter stands alone for just how unique their combination of northeast winds and moisture content can be. They are a very macro scale or large mass extratropical cyclone that are most common off the shores of the North Atlantic states of the US and especially the Atlantic Canadian provinces. This system developed over Texas. By December 25th, it had already moved east over the Gulf waters, drawing in all of that energy and fueling the development of what became over a dozen tornadoes in Louisiana, Georgia, and Florida. Then it went to work on the eastern seaboard. This deep low took a deep draw from the mid-Atlantic, transitioning from what was a powerful cyclone into a powerful nor'easter. Over the next two days, December 26th and 27th, the storm's forward movement hit a blocking area of high pressure, and that brought its momentum to a crawl. But remember that this is still spinning and churning and doing so while positioned offshore, therefore in the Atlantic Ocean, where I remind you there is a lot of water that they can use for every type of precipitation at this time of year. This almost stalled out low unloaded a very heavy amount of snow in upstate New York, Vermont, and southern Quebec. Within the spread between the warm and cold fronts, there was enough warm air advection that the strong onshore winds were almost tropical. Don't be fooled, this is not good news. That, quote, every type of precipitation I mentioned, well, it comes into play here. You see a change to ice pellets and rain in central and eastern New England. In central New England, we had a severe freezing rain event that occurred along that boundary between cold air to the west and warmer air to the east. Several inches of ice accretion accompanied by powerful wind gusts resulted in hurricane-like damage. Yeah, they literally compared it to the aftermath of the 1938 New England hurricane. Wind gusts to 100 miles per hour or 160 kilometers per hour and strong waves battered the coastline. This caused ice jams, resulting in poor drainage and flooding that forced people from their homes and submerged roadways. Again, I never like to use the word precipitation unless I am describing which type, otherwise it's just rain or snow or otherwise. But this storm brought the region every type. The snow and ice, and in some cases heavy rainfall, came at the same time. And this caused roofs, already covered by a heavy amount of, well, everything, to be further weighed down by this, and this caused those roofs to cave in. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Now, where it was all snow, 
Accumulations were over 40 inches or 100 centimeters, bringing any and all travel over this holiday week to a standstill. There were drifts up to 30 feet. That's over nine meters high. They blocked roadways, they cut off neighborhoods, and left emergency crews no choice but to rely on snowmobiles to get around. Between New York and New England, sadly there were at least 20 fatalities that were attributed to this storm. In Montreal, it was the city's biggest snowstorm on record at the time. Montreal is actually a lot more like New York City than one might think. First of all, it's an island. It is stitched together by a subway system and bridges. Plus, it has a very densely packed population center where the suburbs date back to Upper and Lower Canada, so space is very tight. And this storm dropped 30 inches or 75 centimeters of snow in southern Quebec, with winds gusting upwards of 50 miles per hour or 80 kilometers per hour, and that combination damaged buildings and brought down power lines. And like in the States, there were fatalities blamed on this storm in Quebec, sadly and tragically. One person was killed in Quebec City when he was struck by a snowplow. Two more lost their lives to exposure while ice fishing on the St. Lawrence River. Several fires broke out in Montreal during the storm, killing at least six people and leaving 23 families homeless. In total, the storm was blamed for a total of at least 15 fatalities in the province. It was the holiday storm that packed a massive knockout punch for everything it hit this day in weather history. Tomorrow is December 29th and we are going to revisit a snowstorm of the century that occurred in... Wait, what? Really? Okay, it happened in a Canadian city most known for not having storms of any century because this story takes place in Victoria, British Columbia. Be here on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.